here's the deal. I'm the best there is. Well, Lottie frickin' duh! You can't handle the truth. I'm gonna have a VP! It's a big, hairy American winning machine. What do you want to do with your life? Two bananas will you? I can't wait to ship my pants. I wish you could just shut your big yapper! Welcome to another episode of the Long Chair Podcast. This is Bradley Weather coming to you tonight with a few different topics that I'd like to uh, talk to you guys about. I went down my uh, Instagram uh, rabbit hole, found some interesting things. Uh, things that I think are interesting that I just want to share with you guys and uh, things that uh, point out other things that I have been saying for a long time that will be validated. So our uh, our first one, uh, there's there's a few things we got. We got a uh, follow-up with the gay Republican. He's got another video out there. Uh, we've got some things that the Biden administration is doing. And then we've got an alarm of someone who's conservative saying that uh, food processing plants are uh, are being burnt and, and those types of things. So um, you know what? Let's have some fun tonight. You're just going to get my opinion tonight because uh, Johnny Weather is, is um, on a business trip and he is down uh, south still and um, not home yet. And uh, Captain Unicorn decided to go to Las Vegas. Not sure what he's doing out there, if it's a unicorn party or what. And Artist Jay is doing his gig and is busy tonight. So you can just sit back and, and listen to me. Here's the first video. This is a guy um, in a British accent. The interview doesn't quite go the way that he wants the interview to go. He uh, kind of gets a little bit of pushback from Elon Musk. So let's, uh, let's take a listen. Well, COVID misinformation. You amazing. You changed the COVID misinformation. Has rules. BBC changed this COVID misinformation? The BBC does not set the rules on Twitter, so I'm asking you. No, I'm talking about the BBC's misinformation about COVID. I'm I'm, I'm literally Has, asking you about. You changed the labels, the COVID misinformation labels. They used to be a policy, and then then disappeared. Why, why do that? Okay, COVID is no longer an issue. Does the BBC uh, hold itself at all responsible for misinformation re regarding ma masking and, and side effects of vaccinations and not reporting on that at all? And what about the fact that the BBC was put under pressure by the British government to change its editorial policy? Are you aware of that? This is, an, this is not an interview about the BBC. Oh, you so. thought it wasn't? <laughs> and this, I see now why you've done Twitter Spaces. I am not a representative of the BBC's editorial policy. I want to make that clear. Let's talk about something else. You want I'm interviewing you too. All right, let's, 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 talk about, let's talk about something else. You weren't expecting that. Let's talk about something else. So he got the uh, interview turned around on him. Uh, I'm hoping that he's with the BBC. So I'm hoping that Elon was saying that to uh, point out that, you know, stop throwing stones uh, at glass houses. But, you know, interestingly enough, he changed the Twitter policy to allow people to put misinformation out there. And I think he approaches it the same way that I would approach it in the fact that you got to do your own research. You can't just take someone at face value that you don't know. That just doesn't make sense. So... I thought that was quite interesting. Um, I think what we have to do as conservatives is we have to push back, just like Elon Musk did. 
Don't let them say that you're doing something wrong or don't let them try and paint you into a box and uh, let them get the better of the conversation. Push back on them because a lot of these people are only what I call uh, mainstream media warriors in that they hear something, they take it at face value, and then they run with it. Uh, This next one is an update from the gay Republican. He uh, is back with another video. I bring this back to you because I think hearing it from someone who lives in that genre gives you reaffirmation that, you know what, we're not the only ones. Let's uh, let's take a listen to the gay Republican. Breaking! Colorado has passed a shield law, which will make the state a sanctuary for kids seeking gender-affirming care. Under this law, children will be allowed to receive puberty blockers, cross-sex hormones, and surgeries. Children! These must be the same children that aren't getting these surgeries, because we're just a bunch of conspiracy theorists to think that they're getting gender-changing surgeries. <laughs> Hello! I just want to point out that if you, as a mother, give your child a tattoo, you could have your child taken away from you because they consider that permanent change to your body without you being old enough to truly consent to be abuse. But you can change their gender because a 10-year-old really knows what they want. No, they don't know what they want. They are a child. So I think that one was probably self-explanatory, but it isn't just heterosexuals, but gay people have a problem with crossing that line and not letting kids be kids. I think, you know, kids, when they grow up, in order to raise a kid and raise a, a kid productively, kids have to be able to push boundaries, but know what their boundaries are. If they don't know what their boundaries are and they have to, quote unquote, be an adult, I think that's when they take on too much and they're not being a kid. And I really appreciate the gay Republican doing this, um, doing these videos and showing everyone that it's not just heterosexual, white, conservative males that think this way. So tip of the cap to the gay Republican. Do you feel like you're going down a rabbit hole with me? Um, So having been a banker, I can tell you I understand credit, understand it 150%. And uh, if you're at a uh, party, and you're asking about credit, I'm one of those guys that's the that's going to answer the question, which is obviously Cliff Clavin boring kind of stuff. But um, this one really shocks me. This uh, There's so many implications from allowing the Biden administration to change how we give credit for buying a home. Um, well, I, you know what? Let's hear it first. And then we will, I will give you my two cents afterwards. Here we go. Will reportedly be used to subsidize those with lower credit ratings to main, to obtain a mortgage. Biden administration proposes a new rule introducing greater socialism into the housing market. The recently announced rule will force wealthier homebuyers with good credit to pay more for their mortgage than people with less wealth and lower credit. The rule, which goes into effect May 1st, would increase mortgage rates by an estimated $40 a month for those with a 680 or higher credit score and $400,000 homes. The extra money will reportedly be used to subsidize those with lower credit ratings to to obtain a mortgage. So, all right. So let's unpack this a little bit. Um, Giving people that have bad credit a lower interest rate isn't necessarily a bad thing. In the banking industry, in the mortgage industry, rate has always equaled risk and risk has always equaled rate. 
And the point is, is that a mortgage company or bank will charge more for someone who's a higher risk because they have a less capability of getting paid out in the long term. So now I know that that's obvious to most of us. To some of us, it's not. To some of us, it's revolutionary. They look at it as you got bad credits, you got to pay a higher interest rate, so you're punishing them. That's not the case. Um, lower interest rate is more attractive, allows you to buy more of a home or have lower payment, depending upon what area of life you're in. If you've got kids and you need a bigger home, allows you to afford more home. If you're just starting out and you want lower payments so you can pay it off and or pay it down and have a good down payment towards that bigger home for when you have kids, it's uh, the lower interest rate really makes sense. So there's there's quite a bit that goes on here. You know, selling the securities when you, um, a bank or a mortgage company, they'll package these mortgages and they will call it a security and they will sell those to investors on the back end. So now imagine that you're a mortgage company and you've just packaged a high risk person at a half a percent lower rate than what the market is calling for. And so now you're going to sell that and you may be selling that at what we call a scratch and dent. So you may be selling it at 94% of the real value. And who do you think is going to be paying that difference? More than likely, the government is going to tax us more and they're going to make up the difference, which is basically an FHA loan anyway. But this is what, uh, there's a lot of things here that could go wrong. The market has always worked. The market figures itself out. The market adjusts when there's not a demand for the product. It adjusts when there's an over demand for the product. So I just see there's too many problems there. We don't want to get too deep into the weeds for talking about banking because that's really boring. When you're at a party and you're socializing with people, the last thing you want to talk about is banking. Now, maybe the first thing you want to talk about is the stars in the night that you've seen. And maybe you've seen a new universe that has been created. So this is a, a the next one is a audio about scientists are confused. And instead of me spoiling it, I'm going to let you hear it yourself. Well, that's the problem. The James Webb Space Telescope is upsetting the apple cart. All of a sudden, we realize that we may have to rewrite all the textbooks about the beginning of the universe. Now, it takes many billions of years to create a galaxy like the Milky Way galaxy with 100 billion stars, many billions of years old. But the James Webb Telescope has identified six galaxies that exist half a billion years after the Big Bang that are up to 10 times bigger than the Milky Way galaxy. That shouldn't happen. There should not be primordial galaxies that are bigger than the Milky Way galaxy that are only half a billion years old. Something is wrong. We may have to revise our theory of the creation of the universe. We may have to revise our theory of the creation of the universe. We may have to revise our theory of the creation of the universe. I bet you I've got a lot of people out there raising their hands saying, uh, I know, I know what the creation of uh, Earth was and uh, the Milky Way. This goes to what I've always given as a alternative. So science is about proving or disproving a theory. The reason a, a doctor starts a practice 
is because we don't know everything. This goes to the arrogance of man where we think that we know everything. Our lives are the end all and be all. Anything that happens in our lifetime means that it must be the truth because it's our lifetime. In reality, we don't know everything. We don't see everything. We experience things, but only for a generation, 80 to 100 years. We don't know what's gone on before this. I always say that if if a tree, you know, they cut down a tree and they tell us the rings tells us how old the tree is. Do we really know what effects freezing that tree has on those rings? Do we really know like every winter, if a tree freezes, does the ring stop growing? Or if it gets really hot, does the tree expand more and make you think that the life of the tree is less? I mean, we don't know. We theorize. This audio just validates the fact that the arrogance of man, we think we know everything. And then there are times where we go, guess we're not right. We'll have to rethink everything that we've thought about in the past. This next audio is one of those audios where if you don't do your homework, you could be led down a path that you could be giving out disinformation. So I'm going to play the video for you and then I'm going to explain. It's shocking. It's shocking. 1,900 food production companies in the past year have been destroyed. The two largest egg manufacturers in the United States have burnt down in the past 36 hours. We've had two planes smash into meat processing centers. And um, the only commonality amongst all of them are these two things. They make food for Americans, and it's on American land. So the research that I did, there are two planes that crashed near processing plants in the last month here, 15th and the 22nd. One of them hit four tractor trailers in the parking lot of the food processing plant. And then the other one did hit the food processing plant. It killed the pilot, did not kill anyone inside the building, but did not destroy the building, did not disrupt the production or anything like that. There is nowhere near 1,900 plants that have been destroyed. There have been 95 that I could find that were had fires that maybe destroyed part of the processing plant. So this is someone who is sensationalizing everything and wants to get clicks to further their money-making capabilities or further their profile online, which I don't agree with at all. This next one is for conservatives. I, I, I found this um, laughable at best, but I don't know if you guys are worried about AI as much as I am. Uh, I, I saw a video that a mother got a call from someone. That person was claiming to have their daughter and was going to do bad things to them if she didn't pay her lots of money to get her child back those kinds of things. Uh, it just seemed very tragic, very sad. And she, the mother went up to, I don't know the full story. The assumption is the mother went up to the room and opened the door and her daughter was there. And her daughter said, what, what mom, what's going on? So what they found out was, is that someone had found enough of the daughter's voice online through Facebook, whatever it is, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever they found it on. This is August. 2021, Mark Zuckerberg speaking to his staff. I just don't know if his voice, it sounds like him, but I just don't know if, if it is him. 
So I caution you, just like he's going to caution you, I caution you that this may not be Zuckerberg, but if it is, it explains a lot. So listening to it for the second or third time, it really, really infuriates me that this guy has a business that he helps put together millions of dollars, um, maybe a billion dollars to give to Democratic candidates in the sole reason was to get rid of Republican candidates. So he doesn't want what America was built on, which is a two-party system or a three-party system, four-party system. It's been two-party system for a long time. A two-party system where you have someone that brings up an idea. The other party says, eh, maybe. What if we do this? The other party says, okay, I agree with it. And then you come up with a bill that's beneficial to all of America. Now, I know that's naive because parties are going after each other, but that's the way that it was meant to be. It was meant to be that each representative from their states would work together with everybody. We didn't, obviously, we have gotten a long ways away from that. But Mark Zuckerberg warning his staff not to take the vaccine and yet continue to advocate to us, to the masses, to get the vaccine. He even says in there things that my friends and I and my family and we all talked about is, we don't know the ramifications or the problems that this vaccine could cause. And as a father, as a son, as a friend, you know, you have conversations with people and you decide the pros and cons of taking the vaccine and taking the risk. Those are huge life choices that this clown was playing with our lives. Our own governor here in Liberal Soda decided that he was going to push for the vaccination. Our attorney general, he decided he was going to have businesses pay the price. So imagine this, your father handed you a restaurant. You love the restaurant industry. You love serving people in your community. You love food. You love serving good food, pairing it with a wine or pairing it with a nice beer or pairing it with a soda that you like. You have this business, you've grown it, it's your thing to pass on to your kids, or it's your retirement. It was yours. It was your investment, your asset. And our clown governor and our clown attorney general decided they were going to take that away from you and your family, even though they didn't know the ramifications of what the vaccine would do. Now, I can't decide whether that's an evil person or whether that's a greedy person, someone who has to have power over everyone, or someone who is so evil and wants to see bad things done to people that they don't like, that they will do anything. And you know what? I think it's the latter. I think I'm going to box our Governor Clown Walls, Clown Attorney General, and Mark Zuckerberg into a box and just call them evil bad doers. And they could just, as far as I'm concerned, Mark Zuckerberg, go pound sand. 
And then my last one is a, a kind of entertaining. Um, I've often thought, you know, if two politicians are debating and they're experienced politicians, they've said things in the past. They're saying things now. Sometimes, if not all the time, those things contradict each other. Wouldn't it be awesome if you would have, you're debating someone and then your audio person plays a clip completely opposite of what your candidate said, and then you could have the debate with them of which way they actually believe. I think that would be astounding. This compilation is put together about our current president and all the things that he said. And say what you will about the big guy, but he has a way of making himself the center of every story. So I, uh, I uh, was sort of raised uh, in the Puerto Rican community at home. I got my education for real in the black church. And that's not hyperbole, it's a fact. I probably uh, went to shul more than many of you did. I, I used to drive a tractor trail. I became a professor at the University of Pennsylvania. Joe Biden may be the first black Puerto Rican Jewish truck driving professor president, but believe it or not, there's even more to the story of Joe Biden. Listen to this. Greek American constituents in Delaware uh, sometimes refer to me as, as the man sitting behind you, father, who helped me my very first campaign directly behind you was uh, the nickname I got early on when I won by 3,200 votes and uh, for the Senate seat when I was 29 years old. Is because I started calling me Joe Bidenopolis because, oh, you think I'm kidding. I'm not, I'm not joking. Bidenopolis. <laughs> so for keeping track, Joe Biden's now the first black Puerto Rican Greek Jewish truck driving professor. Joe Biden. <laughs> what hasn't he done, huh? I think what a lot of politicians do is they tailor their speech to whomever they're speaking to and to try and relate to them. They tell those people, that they've experienced everything that they've experienced when that isn't even close to the truth. Strange that we uh, have this. I, I, I want to just say the founding fathers, I think what they did was they were very intelligent people. I think they were great people stuck in a time where you're trying to, I mean, everybody that was in the U.S. around that time was fleeing because of persecution from something. They were being persecuted by the King of England or by the czar of Russia or by some different oppressive group that they had to get out of their country, or they had an opportunity to go have a better life somewhere else because in the 1700s, 1600s, people that owned land were really the people that controlled your life. You had to pay them rent. You had to pay them rent for the land to create a crop so that you could live. You had to pay them or pay someone else for animals so that you could have something to eat. You really didn't have a chance to create a product like you have today and create wealth for you to live and support your family. Not having that chance, those guys came over here and they wanted to start a life where everyone had the opportunity to pursue happiness. Happiness is not making someone else feel like they're lesser of a human being. Pursuing happiness means leading a fulfilling life. It does not mean what people have twisted it to mean. And again, this is Bradley Weathers' opinion, but this is my take on it. So these guys understood all the different types of governments around the world, and they knew what worked and what didn't work. 
one of the things, the Achilles heel that they have, that I believe, is that they believe that to have all the rights that we've been given, you had to be a humble person, which means you have to have morals, and you have to be a God-fearing person. Because if you don't think you're the end-all and be-all, and you do fear that there is a superior being, you're more likely to be a better person. And if you feel like you're not the end-all and be-all, you're going to treat other people fairly, and you're going to appreciate the freedoms that you've been given. So I think what we did here, this, this experiment that they created, I think is the greatest opportunity. I'm honored and blessed to have been born here. Thanks, Mom and Dad. Not that you had a choice because your mom and dad were here and their mom and dad were here because you know I've done our ancestry. So it's gone back quite a ways. Um, but we have a great opportunity here. And to just piss it away by taking the rights away from someone else because we're afraid of certain things doesn't make any sense to me at all. And what doesn't make sense to me at all is, man, the time really flies by. I think I've said that on every podcast. I really thought I was going to be going a long time tonight because I had seven different topics, but I did pretty good. I got through them. It's another long chair podcast. Thank you for joining me tonight. I really appreciated the time spent. Thank you for playing the podcast and listening to my point of view. As usual, you know that there's a poll or there's a feedback space where you can tell me what you thought about the issues. Thank you and enjoy your week. Hey, this is Captain Morgan. Hey, this is Bradley Weather. Hey, this is Johnny Weather. I know you want to listen to us every second of every day. That's why, because I've got the best prescriptions for you. That is why we made it easy for you to find us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and of course, Radio Public, where you can subscribe, share, and give a five-star rating. Because you know life just ain't right without a good government. Granted by we the people. And we're like a dog show. Best in class, baby. Yeah, and I'm Look in your eyes, yeah, you should probably